Hello and welcome to the Project Grateful Living podcast. I am your host, Sanya, and it is my mission to uplift, encourage, and inspire you to live a life that is full of purpose, fulfillment, and a sense of well-being. I am so passionate about self-improvement, from reading books, to listening to talks and seminars, learning from experts in this space, to my absolute favorite thing, interacting with everyday people and learning right alongside them as I help them create their own roadmap to success. As I learn, I like to share, and that's what Project Grateful Living is all about. So here's to living our best lives and creating a community where we never stop becoming the person that we were meant to be. Good morning, everyone. Today, I want to talk to you about your habits and your routines. So I want to start with a little self-reflection here. So if you don't mind, I'd like to ask you to think about the energy that you had at the beginning of the year, right? Let's go back to the first few days of January when you were setting your intentions for the year. Perhaps you wrote some goals down. And I want you to fast forward to today. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing with that goal? Um, and if you're thinking, oh my gosh, like I, I completely reverted back to my old way of doing things. I haven't done anything with this goal. I completely forgot about my goal. Um, don't dismay. Um, if this, if that is the way you're feeling, um, you're actually in the majority. There have been a lot of research um, done on this topic and studies that have been conducted. And they say that around January 20th, 21st, around that kind of um, second to last week of the month, um, the overwhelming majority of New Year's resolutions have completely been forgotten or pushed to the side. Um, so why is that? And how do we not have that happen, right? Because if you're if you fall into the trap where you're thinking, okay, I've had literally the exact same New Year's resolution every year, not because I'm raising the bar, but because I haven't been able to make it happen. Um, well, this is because it's not because you don't have a goal, right? You have a goal. And if we think about, say, a sports, a sports analogy, we know that, um, say, take the Olympics, everyone going there wants a medal. I mean, that's why they're there. If you look at professional sports, whether it's the NBA, PGA, NFL, you know, whatever, everyone there wants to win. So it's not, a, it's not that we don't have a goal, even though goals are crucial, because they help us narrow our focus and define what we want. So that's a that's a critical step we can't ignore. Um, but the goal by itself is not going to do it, right? Because a lot of people have the same goal and a lot of people um, don't accomplish their goals. So we know goal isn't goals aren't the be-all, end-all. Um, what is though? And as the quote says, we are what we, we are what we repeatedly do. It's our routine. It's our habits. What are we doing every day? What are those tiny little things that make up the energy that we put out, the, the, the outsourcing of our productivity? What does it look like? And typically, once we are able to get control of that piece and change our habits and our routines, that's when all the big stuff starts to happen and we start really seeing some major advancements on our goals. So that's what I want to share with you today. Just a few little tips that you can do right now to help things out. All right, so let's start first of all with an audit. Um, I often hear when I talk to people that I know, and when I'm being honest, some, some, some of the times I'm working on things for myself, I often say, I just don't have enough time. I just don't have enough time to do this. I want this. I don't know how to get it in my day in the first place. So I recommend you audit your day then. Put some pen to paper and really think about what do I spend my time on? And then um, maybe perhaps create some columns and think, okay, is this something that's beneficial or is it something that's wasting my time, right? 
beneficial, wasting my time. And you might start identifying that there's some things that you spend a lot of time on that are not beneficial to you whatsoever. And even just doing that simple assignment of auditing your day, you can free up a lot of time that you didn't even realize that you had um, because you're being honest. So you might think, okay, I spend a lot of time watching TV <laughs> and I, I like the show, but it actually isn't getting me any closer to my goal and it's it's not benefiting me in any way. So, you, so there you go. You could take that off your day and automatically you freed up some time to work on the things you want to work on. So please take some time to do that audit. As you're going through your audit, you might even ask yourself, is this where I'm desperately needed? Like, is this something that I cannot delegate? Um, because you might be find yourself doing something and perhaps that thing brings value, but you can delegate it in another way. So let's say for, let's say you spend, um, a significant portion of time, uh, say grocery shopping, right? You, you spend a lot of time going down the aisles, figuring out what you want. You need to do it. There's not really anyone else, um, that, it can take on the, the grocery shopping task for you. It takes a lot of time, but it doesn't necessarily push you towards your goal. Okay, is it something that you could then automate? Could you do grocery pickup or grocery delivery and cut that time um, by, say, 75%, perhaps? So start looking and really thinking about what am I spending my time on? And you might find some surprising results there. Another thing I want to recommend that you do is actually start thinking about your day the night before. So before you go to bed, it's important to kind of write down what are the three main things I want to do tomorrow and how can I prepare my um, my mind for it and how can I prepare my physical environment for it. So if I know okay, tomorrow I really want to go on a walk. Okay, so it might benefit me to then take out my sneakers um, or walking shoes, whatever I'm going to wear on the walk and have that lined up. If I say, well, when I wake up in the morning, I really want to read a chapter in this book that I'm reading. All right, so perhaps when you go to bed, it's a good idea to put that book on your nightstand. Um, I want to get more hydrated. I want to drink more water. All right, so get a glass of water and put it beside your bed. So when you wake up, it's already there. So we're prepping the environment that we're in for maximum success so that when we go into that autopilot mode, we want things to be easy with not too much thought. We have the things right there. Um, that being said, um, when you're thinking about the habits that you want to do, there's been research on this as well, that it is so beneficial to have it scheduled. So what I mean is, let's say you decide that you have some fitness goals in mind and you're going to work out three days a week. Well, that's great to say I'm going to work out three days a week, but actually what's more impactful and has, um, I, I want to say it was an 80% higher level of success is simply saying not just the what, which is a three days a week, but the when and the where are so important. So what that looks like is instead of saying, I'm going to work out three times a week, it could be, I am going to do 10 pushups um, on Monday at 10 a.m. And I'm going to do this in my office. So in my office, 10 a.m., I'm doing 10 push-ups. In the bathroom at 7 a.m., I'm going to do uh, 20 squats, 
right? Um, it's making it tangible. It's making it concrete. You're not trying to think about which day when you're saying, no, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Now just work out what specific workout am I doing? You're doing a workout DVD. You're going to freestyle it. What's the plan, right? So if I know I'm going to do a workout DVD, okay, where are you going to do it? I'm going to do it in my living room. Perfect. Okay, what time are you going to do it? Um, I'm going to do it at seven o'clock when I wake up. Okay. So I'm going to say seven o'clock in the morning when I wake up, I'm going to go to the living room and I'm going to do my workout DVD. It's automatically, I'm locking it in and making an appointment of it. And I'll even go a step further and put out, if I'm going to wear shoes in this workout, I'm going to have the shoes there. If I'm going to do yoga, maybe I have a yoga mat and a block. I'm going to have the mat and the block waiting for me. So when I wake up in the morning, I know exactly what I'm going to do where I'm doing it, and I'm going to have everything I need for it lined up. Same thing with um, something, say, I'm going to write. I want to be a writer. I'm going to write. Okay. I'm going to have my notebook and a pen lined up in my writing position. Where's that going to be? Am I going to write in the kitchen? Am I going to write in the living room? Am I going to write on a dining table? Have your stuff ready to go and have it solid in your mind what time you're going to do it and what place you're going to do it. So important. Another thing I want to share is this concept, and I I am currently reading the phenomenal book, Atomic Habits by James Clare. I strongly recommend if you have not read this book, get in it. It's so good. Um, But he recommends a term called habit stacking, which is awesome. As you know, we're people, we're creatures of habit, right? So we have a certain things that we do autopilot. So how cool would it be if you just stack that new habit that you want in between some existing habits? So let's say I know every morning I want to do um, one minute of deep breath work. I just want to close my eyes to one minute meditation of breathing in and out. That's it. Not a whole big meditation, 10 minute thing, just, just a pause. I can be like, okay, every morning when I get up, I go straight to the coffee maker, I turn the coffee maker on and I take my cup out. And then I pour my cup of coffee and I sit and drink it. Let's say that's my morning routine, right? Then I can say, okay, well, every morning when I wake up, I'm going to turn the coffee maker on. I'm going to take my cup down then I'm going to close my eyes and do one minute of breathing work. And then I'm going to make my coffee and sit down. Is see how I slip that in the middle there? That actually helps because it's, it's, you're not reworking your entire day. You're just slipping those little things right in there. Um, so this goes back to that, that day audit thing. Start thinking about what are some of the habits that I have that I don't necessarily need to get rid of. They're working for me. And how can I slip my new habit in? But as your habit stacking, please be aware that if you're trying to incorporate a habit that you do every day, you don't stack it between two habits that you only do once a week. It's not going to work, right? It's got to be, and the time has to make sense. So let's say I know every day without fail, I, um, I, oh, let's say three days a week or something, I'm doing my kids' laundry um, right before I have lunch. Well, you might find that then slipping your meditation between laundry and lunch isn't going to work because at that time, your kids are around and they're playing loudly. They're trying to interact with you. It doesn't make a lot of practical sense. You're not going to be able to pull it off. So as you start thinking about how to habit stack, also think about the action and if it makes practical sense between those habits. But it's such a phenomenal, life-changing way to incorporate really easily a new habit. So gives it some thought. And the last one, I mean, like I said, this book has so many nuggets of wisdom. I'll be doing a lot of podcasts on this topic, but the last one I want to give to you because 
he gave a name to it. It's called temptation bundling. And I have been doing this for years and I just never had a name associated with it. So I can tell you firsthand, I promise you this works. And that is you look at something that you really want to do and you attach it to the habit. So how the, what this looks like in my life is I'm very, very fortunate to have um, a treadmill, right? Um, but it just would work just as well if I didn't have a treadmill. Um, but I happen to have a treadmill. Um, and I one of the goals I want for myself is just to go walking. I, I like to run. I Actually, I don't like to run. That's not true. I like to walk. Um, I do runs every once in a while, but I, li- I want to create a habit where even if I'm not doing something for a major hardcore or get fit workout, I'm at least moving my body, right? I'm walking for, say, uh, two to three miles every day. I also like Netflix shows. <laughs> I do. It's, it's truth. So what I'll do is I'll find a show that I want to watch and I can only watch the show on the treadmill. That's it. So if I want to watch the next episode, I need to be on the treadmill to watch it. And what that what that has worked phenomenally well for me because I'll watch an episode and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait to watch the next episode. I love that show. Okay, I got to work out. <laughs> I have to work out. I got to get on the treadmill so I can see what happens. Um, so it definitely allows me to get that thing that I like to do that otherwise would have wasted some time that I don't have and attached it to something that I actually want to. It brings lots of value in my life, which is being physically active. Um, so I'm building in my reward with the new habit. So I definitely recommend you do that during your day. I've had other times when I have, say, a really great friend that I want to catch up with because we have amazing conversations. Um, and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to call my friend when I'm going on my walk. So I'm going to get my shoes on, go outside because the weather is great, go for a walk. And I'm going to call my friend during that walk, right? Because then I get the benefit of having this really cool conversation with somebody. And I'm also going on a walk or listen to a podcast if someone's unavailable. But you get the idea. Um, it's such a phenomenal way to uh, lump two things together. And then it changes the energy because instead of thinking like, oh gosh, I have to work out. It's like, no, I get to work out right now. So I get to watch my show. Um, so... Guys, I want to just leave those with you because I know I covered a lot of information. Like I mentioned, there are so many phenomenal takeaways and tidbits and hacks that you can do when it comes to creating habits. But let's pace ourselves here, right? Because this is a year we're moving the needle. We're making it happen. So let's start with these. So once again, in quick recap, audit your day. So figure out where you're wasting time, where you're not leave, where you're not needed, what you can delegate. Prep your area the night before so that you're ready for it. Schedule your goal, your habit, I mean. Schedule it. What time you're going to do it, where you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, and whatever you need to do it, get that stuff lined up and ready. Let's say you want to make a smoothie. Um, get your ingredients, the ones that are not refrigerated, obviously, but get your ingredients ready to go. So all you have to do is just do it. You know what I mean? Um, and then in terms of your habit, the beauty of habit stacking sliding in that new habit that you want between two habits that you're already doing on autopilot and the temptation bundling, attaching something that you want to do for your benefit, but you may not feel as enthusiastic about doing and attach it to something that you're looking forward to doing. So you're starting to crave the thing that you need to do. All right, that's my message for today. Hope you have a beautiful, wonderful, impactful, inspiring week. And let's keep this conversation going. 
All right, that's my message for this week. Thanks again for tuning in. I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode or any suggestions that you have on any future episodes you'd like to hear me talk about. So please head on over to my website, projectgratefulliving.com. From there, you'll see links to my email as well as all my social media platforms so we can stay in touch. Until next time, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and always, always be grateful.